All right, welcome back to another episode of Coffee in the Library. Uh, you are joining me, Mwansa Mbewe, with Pastor Chipita Sivale of KBC. Welcome, Pastor. Thank you, Mwansa. It's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, last time we spoke about pornography, mm-hmm. uh, this uh, big issue that is affecting mm-hmm. us uh, in our day and age these days. Uh, yes, um, and uh, we, we, we described what pornography is, how pornography is a different. Mm. But in this episode, we wanted to deal with the, the, in the, the nature of it. What, mm. what, how do we get over this hurdle, uh, this hurdle of pornography? Mm. Now, pornography is a problem, mm-hmm. uh, primarily among young people, um, primarily among young people, but it's, it, the age is getting, it's getting even, mm. even older, yeah. as we have people who got hooked on pornography at a young age in their teenage years and just haven't been able to get from their addiction to their parents for just 50 years. They, they get older. And so if, um, let's, 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 let's address the younger, yeah. the younger audience. If I am a dependent and I am struggling with pornography, a pornography addiction, how would you advise me to deal with it without telling my parents? Mm. After all, it is a very embarrassing conversation mm. to have. Walking up to them, hi, Dad, hi, Mom. You know, I have a pornography addiction. Um, yes, how would you advise me dealing with it? Do I tell my parents? Do I not? How do I? Yes. All right. Uh, well, that's a that's a very interesting question, but also a real yes question, a real challenge. There. So, uh, what before we address this topic, this question directly, there are, th- there are a few things you need to bear in mind. Yeah. Number one, it's an addiction to pornography while you're a teenager or a young adult in your 20s might grow mm-hmm. into your 30s, 40s, into 50s. It doesn't automatically no, go. No, it doesn't automatically go. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, it's like what they say, uh, it's not always that those who are older, that they are wise. Yeah. Because even fools grow old. Yeah. yeah. So you need to bear that in mind. Now, if you are addicted to pornography, you must deal with it. Mm-hmm. And how do you deal with it? And um, there are a few ways you can look at it. One is look for a mature Christian. If you are a Christian within the church, look for a mature Christian um, that you can be accountable to. You open up your struggles. When did it start? Uh, where are you? How often do you visit or watch pornographic sites? And that mature Christian should be able to hold you accountable. And each time you visit a pornographic site, you must report yourself to to that mature Christian so that they are working with you, but they are also rebuking you. Now that mature Christian can also be your parent, can be your father or your mother. It all depends with the relationship that you have with them. Now, the question is, it's, it's a very embarrassing, should I open up to my parents or my guardians? Yes. You see, the point is, who is going to help you better if it's not your parents or people that know you? Mm-hmm. Now, if you feel embarrassed to discuss it with your parents, that's why I've said you can go to other godly, mature Christians within the church. People that can meet up with you, talk with you, and help you through this issue of pornography. But ultimately, the 
the, the solution is freedom in Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ died for our sins. Before we get, before we get yeah. to that, um, the, 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 in terms of the accountability um, issue, uh, something that something that I do with uh, with the guys I'm discipling yeah. um, is uh, it's, it's something it's a, it's a it's a little thing I, I learned from yeah. what's the name of the British politician who uh, uh, helped to abolish slavery. His name just William Wilberforce. When William Wilberforce became a Christian. Uh, in order to grow in grace, something that he implemented with a friend of his was a fine. They had agreed that every day they would read the Bible, they would pray, they would read Christian books. Every single day that they would not do it, they would have to pay to the other person. And then the other person has to do whatever they wanted to buy. Buy clothes, shoes, give it to charity, whatever. and so when I read that, I was, <laughs> I, I was impressed. Like, that's brilliant. Because Wilberforce, at first, he was very slow in yeah. his Bible reading. And then he realized that I'm was, getting broke. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm paying more. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's something I've, I've, I've implemented with, yeah. uh, with the guys I'm deciding. Yeah, it's uh, uh, primarily for the Bible reading mm-hmm. uh, memorization of scripture. If you don't do it mm-hmm. on a day to day basis, and if I don't do it, mm-hmm. I pay. Yeah. And uh, because we're using uh, the same Bible, I'll be able to see who's reading. Yeah. So <laughs> the progress. Yeah, able to see the progress. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, but it, it can also apply. Like that. That would be one of the accountability structures mm-hmm. with uh, with something to where there's a price to to pay. Granted, mm-hmm. it requires a certain level of honesty. Yeah. But uh, it, it it's a it's a small thing. It has to be small enough that uh, it has to be both small and big at the mm-hmm. same time, such that you you know that if I keep doing this, I will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's a very interesting thing. Yeah. yeah. But but I think in a case where someone is not struggling with something, yeah, I think it will be more ideal. Yeah. And what do I mean? If someone is struggling with Bible reading, yeah. was discipline, the I think it's something that can be implemented depending on your your accountability team. Yeah. But in this case, it's a person who's who's hooked. Yes. To pornography and wanting help, uh, and probably if you if you start finding if you if you start at the beginning yeah. you 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 put yeah. the guy in you put him off yeah. and then yeah. he may not want to open up yeah. and it's become legalistic yeah. in approach. So there are extreme ways of dealing. Yes. yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. So that would be in this case that would be quite extreme. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Because then the person because if they are broke or they don't have money, they just say no. This week, yeah, this week I've been okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the point is, it's you needing help. It's okay. like I go to the hospital and I say, look, there's this nagging cough. Yeah. And doctor, I need your help. Yeah. And then the doctor puts me on medication. Mm-hmm. So if I, do, if I want to prevent the cough, I have to take the medication as prescribed by the doctor. Yeah. If I don't, it might get worse. Yeah. And this is exactly what we're saying. Yeah. The, the person has already realized that this is a problem, but I'm failing yeah. to come out of it. So therefore, a godly mature country, a couple, or rather a Christian, yeah. because what that Christian will do, not only will they find time to meet up with you, yeah. they'll be praying for you when they are home. Yeah. Then the, and then the accountability will not be in such a way that they are being policed, yeah. but they are being pointed to the scriptures and showing why this is not right. Yeah. So this mm. this this brings, this brings us to the, how do we 
how does one determine if the help they are getting is good help or bad help? Okay. Yeah. Because there's there's as as you said, as we said, there's an extreme mm. there's an extreme way of, of going about it. And there's a good way of going mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And so if um we, if if someone hasn't doesn't know yeah. what good help looks like, then they'll go on with the bad help for months. Yeah. And it's not helping them. It's it's like when they were using shock therapy, mm. electric shock therapy to heal people. Someone would go through that for months. Yeah, no change. Without knowing that this isn't help, this is fake science. <laughs> it's killing me. Yes, it's it's it's, it's yeah. killing me. So how how does one how how does one process whether the help they are getting because at this point we agreed that they should get help mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So how is one able to process that the help I'm getting is good help? Mm-hmm. Is helping me get off this point. So how do you tell it's a good help? Number one is each time you meet up with a person for help, are they making you feel like like there's hope, or they're making you feel like look, uh, you are you are useless. Yeah, you are useless. How do you even find yourself in this yeah. this pornography thing? That's one. Then two, are they doing it in such a way? that the, you yourself are realizing that if I was to do what I'm being told, then I can come over it myself yeah. and not forever remain dependent on the person. Yeah. So help really is is someone to walk with you up to a point. Yeah. Then you walk alone. That's what help really is. Because if it's going to be perpetual, yeah. then it's not help. Kind of like a child growing Yes. Yeah. So, so, so if it's going to be perpetual, then you're not being helped. But it must be in such a way that, okay, these are the principles we've allowed, we've looked at, and the principles are based in the scriptures. That's one. Then two, that help, those principles are helping you to realize that ultimately it is God you must be concerned about. Not about your reputation, not about this person name, because God is ever present. Even in that moment when you're in a dark corner in a room, God is there. And it is Him who sees all things. That can help you. And so that good help is not about do's and don'ts. It's about, first of all, making you to realize that pornography is not the worst of sins. Christ died for sin. And pornography is one of them. And Christ can help you. Then two, when the person uh, who's receiving help finds themselves drifting, going back into pornography, are they still able to come with their shame and face you? Yeah. If they are afraid to face you, then you're not doing them any help. Yeah. But if they are still willing to come and say, look, this is what has happened, I feel ashamed, I have disappointed you, say, look, you haven't really disappointed me. You've disappointed yourself that I've made it God. So if a person is able to do that and be honest with you, then you're being helpful to them. But if they're becoming economical with the truth, yeah. then you're not giving them help, but you're giving them rules and rules, do's and don'ts. Yeah. 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 So it is the same with our relationship with God. Yeah. God knows when I've sinned, yeah. but he still has this open table policy as it were. So, so the help isn't discipline for discipline's sake. No. It's not, it's not the discipline that we get from these YouTube motivation people. No. It is... Um, it is discipline that draws you closer to God, takes you away from the world and closer to God. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because 
the reason why you are hooked to pornography is because of your world view or the world you are in. So the help you are receiving is taking you out of that world into the world where God wants you to be. And and that's how it's measured. Yes. Because if after if after a month of this process with the person who's helping you, mm. you are getting off pornography, yes. but you are nowhere closer to God, mm. that's not the help you're looking for. It's not. It's uh, it's like uh, the therapeutic measures of the world. Yeah. yeah. They don't give you help, <laughs> lasting help. Yeah. They help you feel nice for that particular time. Yeah. You walk out of the room, you begin to feel, okay, what was I being told? Yeah. You just find yourself back into, into the situation. So in this case, we are saying, if you're going to measure, is, is this help making me move, shift the focus from the world I'm living in to a different world? And that's, just, that's the world God wants me to be, and where God is the center yeah. himself. And he's given us his love in Christ Jesus. Because ultimately, that's the only thing that is going to help. These do's and don'ts. I mean, you can have all the measures. There's, yeah. There are programs like Covenant Eyes where you can log in and you have someone accountable. Many others. But the thing is, as long as my, my, my mind hasn't shifted from me to God, I can find ways to manipulate the system. Because each time I'm being made to feel guilty and feeling worse. Yeah. But if I'm being made to realize that, look, it is possible yeah. to come out of this. Yeah. It may be gradual, but it's steady. Yeah. It's progressive. Yeah. And we are moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. you, you, you made me think of the, um, the, the, the time in the scriptures when the Lord Jesus Christ says, if, if, if all we do is we, if all I do is I take the demon out of this guy uh -huh, yeah. and leave the house, yeah. the demon will go wander around, <laughs> come <or> back <laughs> with seven friends, and you know. Yeah, yeah. But we need to, uh, we need the strong man to come in, exactly. tie up the guy who yeah. is in the house yes. because he's stronger. Yes, and we are saying that, that, that God is the strong. God is stronger. God yeah. is more beneficial, and in that sense, He's the one who comes and He. Restrained yeah. uh, and, 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 and heroes. Yeah. So to close off this segment, yeah. any 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 final yeah. final thoughts? Something you should copy people's attention to. Yeah. And for me, my my appeal to you is if you're struggling with pornography, seek help. Don't be ashamed. If you have people out there that are mature enough and you respect them, they will respect your privacy and the information, what you've confided in them. And they will help you. Uh, but then at some point, when you begin to receive help, you can open up your parents or your guardians and assure them that I'm receiving help. Because at that moment, the embarrassment would have gone because you've already opened up to someone and they began to, to work with you. And the reason why I'm saying that is... We have a special relationship with our parents or guardians. And they want to be there for us in our lives. In the high moments and low moments of our lives. But if you still feel it's impossible and rather embarrassing for you to open up to them. But find someone you can open up and talk about this. Let that person sincerely help you, pray with you, 
and work with you in this art of pornography. Yeah. It's not impossible to overcome this problem. Yeah. It's not impossible. Yeah, thank you very much for that, mm -hmm. Pastor. Mm -hmm. um, so we are going to take a short break and then we'll come back for our second segment, the book of the week. In terms of our uh, philosophy of education and our approach to education in the School of Divinity, uh, one of the unique things is that connection to the local church. Again, it's part of our overall ethos. But when we say connection to the local church, what we mean is that students in the School of Divinity are expected to be part of the local church and are expected to have the local church be part of their education. Um, and so when someone comes, for example, to the School of Divinity, a, a part of the process of us training them involves mentorship and supervision at and from their local church. That is an integral part of them training here. Um, not just, you know, we want a form filled out to say they're a member in good standing, um, but we want a local church to take ownership of the training of that person um, and to acknowledge the calling of that person and also to have an ongoing participation in the training and education of that person and in the supervision of that person both from a theological and academic perspective and from a personal perspective because our desire is to see this person walking with God not just making good grades in theology but living out that theology and practicing that theology within the context of that community of believers and of exercising what it is that they're learning all along the way. We don't want this to be an ivory tower where people go away, you know, do some heavy lifting in academic theology and then come back one day having divorced themselves from the local church saying, I've got my credential, now hire me. That's the last thing we want. We, we want this to be a symbiotic relationship between the local church, the individual training for ministry, and the institution that is doing that training. Uh, there are just three things I'd like to say about our philosophy of education. First of all, it is the fact that you know we are educating people. That's right across the African Christian University. We are educating people to become thinkers not simply individuals so they can get an employment. And that's very deliberate. And so we, we employ the trivia literally through all the various courses that we, we run. In other words, we help individuals appreciate the, the grammar, the building blocks of all subjects that we're giving them. We help them to come to appreciate the logic that lies behind the various courses and then also the, their self-expression. In other words, the rhetoric aspect of it as well. And that way, we are really building individuals who can take whatever course we are giving them, take it to its next level, uh, so that they are, in a way, self-educating individuals. Now, that's crucial for the betterment of the individual himself or herself and then also for the betterment of the institutions that they're working through. 
because when we God gave us our capacities, those capacities need to be stretched, and that's what the SEU is doing. Secondly, we are fairly deliberate in terms of having a reformed flavor in our educational system. And what we mean by that really is that we are not embarrassed about coming from the Protestant Reformation and all those creeds and confessions that gave Christianity its robustness for the last 400 years plus. And we, we deliberately harness all that as we are seeking to help individuals who are coming through our training situation and particularly in the school of divinity. And then thirdly and lastly, we are deliberately very practical. So we, we don't just want to train people in terms of you know, how to run institutions. We'd like to train them to be preachers, uh, to be able to use God's word in whichever field they will be in order to uh, help people come to faith in Christ and they'll be able to be built up in their faith. Ultimately, that's what ministry is all about. So we have too many individuals who uh, have got Bible college certificates, diplomas, degrees, and so on, who know too much of too little. And when you put a needy soul in front of them, they are lost. Because they have no, actually not been taught to, to handle uh, God's word in that sense. Uh, in our case, we are very deliberate. We want to produce individuals who can deliver. That's the final product that we are looking to God to help us produce by way of fruit. Alright, this is Jesse Ram, Holiness. Now, this is this is an excellent book. I mean, all, all, all books are excellent. The, at least the ones in Evergreen and the ones we tell you about. Um, but Jesse Rao brings different aspects of the Christian life. Uh, dealing with issues of sanctification, uh, fighting the good fight of faith. And uh, in, this, in this book, he brings about... Uh, Holiness at, in a practical way and practical levels. And so what does holiness look like on a day-to-day -day basis? Is it just on Sunday when I put up my best and then uh, lift up holy hands to God? Or what does it look like on a Monday to a Saturday? What does holiness look like in a home where I'm a, I'm a dependent, I'm, I'm a child? What does holiness look like at school? And he addresses this subject of holiness from different sub subtopics like um, sanctification, growing in grace. What does growing in grace look like? Fighting the good fight of faith. What does that look like? And he cites examples, Moses and uh, a lot, uh, and all those kind, kinds of examples from, from, from the, the scriptures. But ultimately points us to the Lord Jesus Christ, the, the author and finisher of our salvation. And uh, what is our easy-to-read rating? Yeah. This one? Now, this particular book, it's, 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 it's not very difficult. Neither is it easy. It's just somehow, I'll put it at seven okay. in terms of, of rating. And Ten is, being the hardest, yes. one being the easiest. Yeah. It's at seven. Yeah. And just that you, you, 
once you get to understand the way he writes, you want to read more. But if you miss the way he writes, then you struggle to really understand what is he trying to, to say. But it's it's a book I'd encourage you to read. And if uh, if, you, if you desire to grow in in grace, yeah. this is a book. I actually have a copy of this book, but it's always been on my I will read this book one day list. <laughs> now, now it has moved right <laughs> yeah. up to the front. So I think, uh, yeah, either this month or yeah. next month, I should be reading it myself. And uh, yeah, I'll be posting my review and all this so we can chat about it more in detail. Yes, yes. Okay, Holiness by JC Ryle, seven on yeah. our easy to read list. We've come to the end of our episode of Coffee in the Library. Thank you very much for joining us. If you enjoyed the episode uh, and if you think it would be helpful to somebody, please uh, feel free to share it with, with others. We, we, we do not want to be the ones who have a candle and we put a lamp, uh, a, a, a bow over it and we hide the light. We want to shed the light far and wide. So please feel free to share the video uh, and the audio wherever you are finding this, the podcast or video platform, share it with a friend, share it with family so they can see it and uh, we can all uh, benefit together and if you have enjoyed it, please give a thumbs up, uh, like uh, the, the, the video or audio wherever you see it, we'll really appreciate all of that. Thank you. See you.